Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Welcome back to the show. It is 2.08 a.m. on a Wednesday morning. And uh, we have a new president-elect. His name is Donald J. Trump. I am Mark Aram, joined in studio by WSB political analyst Bill Crane, Eric Von Hessler, and Jared Yamamoto. Getting word from our man in Washington, D.C., Jamie Dupree, Pennsylvania, has gone the Trump uh, side of the ledger, which clinches the uh, nomination for him, the victory for him. He is now president-elect Donald J. Trump. Everyone in your car, everyone listening to home and under, under your covers right now, just take a second <laughs> And say that out loud on your own. You either felt really good about that, yeah. or you felt really bad about that. You either s- screamed it at the top of your lungs, yes. or sort of whispered it. Or you, you threw a couple of expletives in yeah. between the Donald, the J, and the Trump. Uh, during the news break, uh, we heard from Podesta. Well, we didn't hear from him, but you're about to hear from him right now. Um, I guess the headline here is that Hillary Clinton will not speak tonight, and she will not concede tonight. This is what Podesta had to say. But I could say... Uh, we can wait a little longer, can't we? We're still counting votes, and every vote should count. Several states are too close to call, so we're not going to have anything more to say tonight. So listen, listen to me. Everybody should uh, head home. You should get some sleep. We'll have more to say tomorrow. I want you to know, I want every person in this hall to know, and I want every person across the country who supported Hillary to know that your voices and your enthusiasm mean so much to her and to Tim and to all of us. Denial is now a river that runs through midtown Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really kind of, uh, that's just first of all, cry the loser. First off, how is this still this dude still on, on the staff? <laughs> Seriously. How He's is, actually not a paid staffer, but yeah, after the emails, I'm yeah, kind of wondering. I'd be like, uh, you know, Johnny, take a cruise. We'll get back to you uh, after the election. You're not going to be the face of the campaign anymore. But, but here he was tonight saying that Hillary's not going to concede, and they're going to wait till all the votes are counted. That surprises me. I just felt like they were more of a professional outfit. They've been in politics a long time, yeah. and they would be really upset, the idea if Trump wouldn't have conceded. And now, look, we're, we're, we're calling him president-elect. It's not official yet, but it, it's 99% sure he's going to be the next president, and they have the responsibility to uh, act appropriately, I think. If, you, if, if people are going to hold it against Trump, Trump, then it sure. needs to be held against the Clintons. Well, at least he didn't come out and say we're, we're you know, threatening federal court action or anything. No, like they're going to do the John... Challenging results of yeah. Florida, any number of states. Yeah. They're going to do the John Kerry thing and concede at noon tomorrow or something. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I think there's, there's no way they could have seen this coming. I no. mean, with I mean, most of the polls had suggested that Hillary had leveled out uh, three, two, three days ago. Yeah. And I guess they just weren't prepared for this result. I, sources told me that she had a, a victory speech and a concession speech written. 
I'm sure one was longer and more flowery than the other. Yeah. The right, other... But just because you have it written doesn't mean that you have the expectation no, of, of actually course. losing you're the No, you're race. absolutely right. Um, so what you mean to say is somebody wrote a victory speech for her and somebody wrote a concession speech for her. On a note card. On a, yeah. And <laughs> right. so, yeah. How, it's not very difficult to go out there and thank everybody. And, yes. You know, and it's not difficult. No. I mean, it's difficult, but they know how to do it. We'll, we'll see what happens. Let's go back to the phones. Your thoughts. Again, President-elect Donald J. Trump, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. George is in Doraville. George, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, guys. Uh, tonight, I'm not going to go sleep at all. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> uh, listen, this uh, victory by Trump is very special to me, especially because of the fact that uh, it actually brought a lot of tension between me and my family. I, um, uh, we're, I'm a Latino, and so I'm the minority within my family for having voted for Trump, and it actually brought some huge conflicts within my family just a couple of weeks ago to the point that we haven't even spoken in uh, the last couple of weeks because of the rage that they had against me. But you know what? I don't care. I know that uh, this is the last best hope of this country, and Trump was the uh, incarnation of that hope for me. And the one thing I do want him to do is to definitely build that wall. Let me let me ask you a question, George. When did you know that Trump was your guy? At what point during this campaign did you say, all right, that's my dude? You know what? You're not, you're not going to believe this, but actually Cruz was my guy. Cruz was my guy, mm-hmm. and I turned to Trump after Cruz was... Uh, well, after he bowed out of the uh, primaries, and so it was only Trump, and so that's when I was. So you, you got on the Trump bandwagon as, as we approached the general election. Exactly, exactly. I'll admit it, but you know what? His message, especially about the wall, resonated with me. But everything else uh, about him, I was kind of like questioning uh, the uh, you know the the other things. But uh, the, definitely the wall, the thing that I can well, definitely that, say. George's George's it. comment um, leads me back to the question we asked forty five minutes ago. Of the campaign promises that Donald Trump made, which will be delivered, and you heard right there, he wants the wall. Is is the wall coming, guys? Is I think it... the wall has to. I mean, some semblance. <laughs> Look, I, I remember one time it, during a fifty the... foot wall yeah, along the Rio yeah. Grande is sort of impractical yeah, yeah. on a lot of different fronts, but some sort of barrier more permanent than the ones we Eric's have. Eric's thinking now. maybe a picket fence. So I think that there's to be something <laughs> during the Iraq War. I remember Donald Trump saying that George Bush should just do this, do that, and declare victory and get out and take the oil and well yeah that, that came later and i think in the same way he's going to do something yeah there's going to be some kind of wall it's not going to be the whole he's he's even said some areas you don't need a wall yeah there you yeah. go robert's up next on the program hello robert hey how you doing excellent what's going on hey i was just wondering if all them people talking about leaving the united states if trump uh, becomes president if they're going to actually leave, I want to see them all leave. Yeah, well, who is that? The Rosie O'Donnell says she's leaving. Whoopi Miley Goldberg. Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. Rosie said she was going to leave when uh, Bush won yeah. the first time. And, and some like 25% of federal government employees. Now, that part I actually kind of liked when they said they were going to leave because that's a good way to cut the budget. Good attrition right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't see. Um, I, I, I do think that a handful of people might decide to leave well, the country. Well, some of those people already have residences outside yeah. of the country, so it's a matter of do, but they, I don't think, do they give up their citizenship. No. And, yeah. and we, you know, celebrities, uh, there were there were a lot of celebrities that said if Barack Obama wins the second term, I'm not, no one's moving anywhere. No one, no one leaves. No, no one actually it's, leaves. America, it's the greatest country in the world. No people one wants still to put their lives on the line to come here. Remember yes. that. But you can hear WSB Radio online anywhere in the world. So if you do leave, yes. download the app, right, Jared? And then you can That's uh, right. you can hit the on-demand feature and get the uh, the doctrine. If yeah. you're get uh, my three podcasts a week. If you're in Brazil or you're in uh, <laughs> Ireland, wherever you choose to go. Kyle's in Ackworth. Kyle, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how's it going? What's going on, Kyle? Hey, I 
just want to say I'm definitely happy with the outcome. Uh, two guys are going to say he wasn't going to sleep tonight with all the excitement. It's probably going to be one of the most peaceful nights of sleep I've had in a while. <laughs> that's it. That's you're going to sleep well. You're you're not uh, you're not worried about anything anymore. You got your guy in there. Well, we had like my entire family. I'm I'm one of ten, and we had a bunch of people on that whole group text going back and forth. Everyone watching the different stations: ABC, Fox, CNN. Me and my brother watching the AP polls, and we're all just like counting down. Like he needs this. He needs this. He needs this. We're all excited. Did Did you see it coming, Kyle? I. I had a feeling in the pit of my stomach that if I thought it was going to happen. I didn't see it coming, but I just had a gut feeling that it was, it was probably going to swing the way. I didn't think it was going to get the uh, – I, I thought there was a lot of controversy in the Senate still. I thought that was going to be toss-up call as well, yeah. but I'm, I'm glad to see that it's looking well, like Well, right now, it, it, it appears uh, – correct me if I'm wrong, Bill Crane, but we are looking at uh, a Republican president, a Republican-led House, a Republican-led Senate – and the prospect of Donald Trump uh, filling, at the minimum, one Supreme Court vacancy. Mm-hmm. Well, we know one that already exists. Yes. Yes, that, that is not being moved forward by the Senate, and certainly they say they won't. And they only got to hold out at this point till January the 21st, assuming everything else goes. a little longer. And you talk yeah. about the wall, but I'm, and I'll say it again. What this means, with these two years of full Republican rule, Obamacare is Done. dead. Done. It's dead. Gone. What what? Well, that's a whole topic for another day. Well, the house. Uh, the, <laughs> what the, the, we're gonna do? Uh, but... The house does have a plan, and my guess is he'll Tom probably. Price, yeah, Tom Price yeah. of of the sixth congressional district of Georgia, mm-hmm. who's on chairs the budget committee, has had a, a basically a market based solution for the last couple of years, and he calls it the Patients' Bill of Rights. But it basically repeals most aspects, all of the mandates of the Affordable Care Act, but does keep things like the um, portability. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ability if you have pre-existing medical conditions. I think that's it. I think in the beginning, the idea that the reason that anybody got behind Obamacare, the problem was pre-existing conditions. You fix that, you make it okay with most people. Tyrus joins us in Douglasville. Tyrus, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. What's going on, sir? Not a whole lot. It is a great morning. Did you expect to wake up uh, on Wednesday morning this, this happy? Man, I've been up all night. I've been driving all day. I'm a truck driver, and I, I hadn't been able to go to sleep. Is this better than the World Series? Oh, man, I don't even watch baseball. This is, this is awesome. This is uh, awesome. What, what, are you, what are your friends saying? What are your coworkers saying? Uh, I mean, uh, you just you, you have to be – I would imagine that, you know, <laughs> this long run – I mean, again, I said this before the break. Donald Trump did this on his own. Granted, the media gave him a lot of free airtime. But he didn't have... That was his idea, too. Yes, so, exactly. Know, it, it, it. He didn't have Barack Obama. He didn't have Bill Clinton. He didn't That's have uh, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders. Who did or he have? any former living president, including several in his own party. Yeah. Right? That's right, Bill. It's, That's right. It's amazing. Well, Tyrus, listen, congratulations. Say it out loud. President-elect Donald J. Trump. Let me hear you say it. President-elect Donald J. Trump. I got one more thing to say. You have six seconds. 404 872 He apparently didn't need all six seconds. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. The thoughts and comments of WSB radio listeners do not reflect that of management. Bill Crane, Eric Von Hessler, Jared Yamamoto, or myself, Mark Aaron. We'll Jared's come, blushing. We'll come back with more of your calls. This is News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. 
CBS News special report, election 2016. A presidential election going in an unexpected direction, not over as far as the Hillary Clinton campaign is concerned. With Donald Trump leading both the popular and electoral vote, Clinton campaign chairman John Podesta appeared before supporters minutes ago. It's been a long night and it's been a long uh, campaign, but I can say uh, we can wait a little longer, can't we? But with Trump less than 30 electoral votes from the presidency, the Clinton side still wants more numbers. We will be back. We'll have more to say. Let's get those votes counted and let's bring this home. Trump has just arrived at his headquarters, also their correspondent, Major Garrett. On this upper Midwest aspect of the Trump campaign, they are seeing exactly what they hope to see, and they believe they are seeing a solid path to victory, paved in part by the industrial Midwest. At the White House now for CBS News, correspondent Margaret Brennan. President Obama said before the polls closed that when the sun rises, America will still be the greatest nation on earth. I think it's safe to say he didn't think he would wake up to this kind of result. The results so far, Donald Trump leading Hillary Clinton in the electoral vote count, 244 to 218. The control of Congress also appears to be staying with the Republican Party. CBS News Special Report, I'm Tom Fody. I'm Edgar Drake. It's at the WSB Decision Desk. Georgia goes for Donald Trump. A few ticks over 50% of support. Inside the numbers, Hillary Clinton did take a number of metro Atlanta counties, including Fulton, DeKalb, Gwinnett, Clayton, and she wins Cobb. But Trump performing well so many other counties in the state. For Johnny Isaacson, there is no runoff. He wins outright for a third U.S. Senate term. I received a phone call from Jim Barksdale. Congratulations us on a great race and conceding this direction to the United States Senate. Isaacson's margin of victory, roughly 55 to 40 percent. There are important votes in our metro area on transportation funding. WSB Jennifer Griffiths has the roundup. It looks like voters are not afraid to spend money, Edgar, when it comes to improving transportation. In Fulton County, voters said yes to a sales tax referendum that goes for road and bridge repairs. And in the city of Atlanta, voters overwhelmingly approved a half-penny sales tax that would go toward expanding MARTA. The four big amendment questions led by the governor's plan to allow state takeover of badly performing schools. It is rejected by voters. At the WSB Decision Desk, I'm Edgar Tragitz. Welcome back to the show. Breaking news here on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. WSB political analyst, uh, Washington correspondent, Jamie Dupree. No, I was trying to think of Jamie's name. Uh, has declared Donald Trump the winner of the presidential election, referring to now as President-elect Donald J. Trump. Your initial reaction, the first of the nation. Uh, Zach joins us in, Isla- in Atlanta. Zach, welcome to the program. Hey, good morning now, I guess. Yes, good morning to you, sir. Yeah, so as someone who didn't vote for either, I guess I can easily uh, kind of moving moving forward from the results and looking at kind of the interesting situation we got now with Republicans looking like they're controlling the House and Senate and the president who's still kind of, you know, divisive and disliked by a lot of members of, you know, Congress. So I'm curious what you think, you know, be that, a dynamic going forward, how well he'll be able to work with them. Well, I think he's he's uh, king gonna, of the hill. They're going to kiss his ring. Yeah. That's what's going to happen <laughs> right now. That's what you're going to see. He is king of the hill, and I think uh, this is going to be an opportunity for the Republicans um, to all come together and get stuff done that they hadn't been able to get done over the last eight years. And I, I, 
I think fences will be mended quickly, Bill Crane. I, well, I, as we've been discussing, starting with the repeal and replacement of the Affordable Care Act, it's something that they can all agree on of yeah. a major policy move that will win points with Americans. The, the question is how you handle the transition, but you can't start on that until after he's in, which would be January, the new health your new plans go into effect yeah. in January, so they got to move quickly. We uh, we already found out that Hillary Clinton will not speak tonight, but we are awaiting uh, Donald Trump to. Uh, I don't know if he'll, he'll give a victory speech, but he's going to address the troops at his election headquarters in New York City as soon as he takes the stage. We will bring that to you live here on WSB. Helen joins us in North Georgia. Helen, welcome to the show. Oh, hey. Hello. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. I am just breathing a sigh of surprise relief. I um, had my hopes that this would be the outcome, but frankly, uh, was concerned that there there would be some vote rigging uh, with the machines uh, from the Clinton camp. But apparently, that's not been the case. And yeah, I think we could put that to bed now, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's Trump. Uh, Trump has won. Uh, if if there was vote rigging, these were the most worst vote riggers in the history of vote rigging. Did a horrible job. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> yes. He's won handily. So the I'm, problem is the the Obama administration. Um, downsized the vote riggers and sent it up to India. That's right. They that's outsourced it, and the they just didn't. You know, Americans would have rigged this election a lot better than uh, the outsourced riggers. Yeah. Uh, Andrew's in Canton. Andrew, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to stop. Uh, I think the 800 number is is what's crackle lacking. So, catfish, uh, no more 800 lines. Uh, Roberto's in Lawrenceville. Roberto, welcome to the program. Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing there? Excellent. How are you doing is the question, I'm, sir. I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. I mean, I just can't even describe. I mean, I'm a Cuban-American, and I'm very happy right now. I mean, I can tell you, I mean, I'm very happy with the outcome of these elections. I was so worried about it, but, uh, man, I'm happy right now. Were you uh, Were you always on, on, on Trump's uh, team? Actually, I was on uh, Ted Cruz thing before, but uh, once Ted Cruz was out of the competition, I mean, it was just a matter of saving the country, seriously. Now, traditionally, uh, Cuban-Americans tend to vote Republican, and we heard about this big Hispanic surge for the Democrats, uh, Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, Puerto Ricans. Dominicans. Um, what did you see, Rob, uh, Roberto, uh, your fellow Latinas? Yeah, let me let me just give you an idea. Uh, nine out of ten of my Cuban friends, nine out of ten of them voted for Donald Trump. That that just give you a general idea what uh, what's going on with us. And uh, right after the twenty five old seeds uh, combat brigade endorsing him in Miami, uh, what you see? That's real real quick, Roberto. I'll, I'll, let me hear you say President Elect Donald J. Trump in that accent. President-elect Donald J. Trump. Donald J. Trump. Congratulations, Roberto. Thank you, sir. All right. Uh, Wisconsin's just been called. Trump wins Wisconsin IOE vote. <laughs> Don't. No, 10 electoral votes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Trying to read your heading. I didn't know what IOE meant. It's been a long day. <laughs> Understood. So uh, uh, 10 electoral votes and the IOE vote. Both go to Donald Trump That's in Wisconsin. Right. President, it's a rare vote. President-elect Donald J. Trump. All right, we're waiting to hear from Trump. I can't wait. Oh, you know, I, I'm, I don't know which disposition we'll get because we're either going to get you know, the guy who says, you know, it's magnanimous, or we're going to get oh. Michael Jordan at the, the Hall of Fame speech. <laughs> the suspense is killing me. Do not touch that dial. When Donald Trump speaks, you will hear it here live. On uh, News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB, Mark Aram, Eric Von Hessler, Bill Crane, Jared Yamamoto, 
back after this. Welcome back to the show. 236, 50 degrees on Peachtree Street. Weather's not the story. Traffic's not the story. Donald Trump is the story. During the break, the Associated Press has made it official. Donald J. Trump is the president-elect of the United States. Jared Yamamoto joining us live from the 24-hour election center. Um, what, what exactly did the Associated Press say in the last uh, two minutes there, Jared? Well, I just can't believe that. I mean, it's a graphic, obviously, saying president-elect Trump, but I'm just having to rub my eyes a couple times and make sure that I'm just not sleep-deprived over here. But this, <laughs> if you had told me this two weeks ago, I would have laughed at you, Mark. Breaking, said, this is not going to happen. Ago. A breaking tweet from the Associated Press. Donald Trump is elected president of the United States of America. It is official. We we kind of called it last half hour once Jamie Dupree was like, all right, this fell and this fell. And he started referring to him as, as uh, president-elect, um, and, and now it's AP official. Um, we are waiting to hear from Donald Trump at his election headquarters in, uh, in Manhattan. Um, we will not hear from Hillary Clinton tonight, but now that it's official... Sore loser, by the way. Well, probably. Sore loser, come but, on. All right, for, for real, she's the yeah. same age as my mom. My mom's not up at 2.37 a.m. Oh, okay, she may be, <laughs> she may be that. Yeah, she, she, I think she's sleeping right. But I would imagine, um, Bill, correct me if I'm wrong, protocol might suggest uh, a statement being put out. Uh, a statement or a phone call to yes. Mr. Trump. Would, would that and then be... later speak to support. I mean, it's not like she won't get covered if she does it tomorrow. Do but... you think he'll declare victory here, or will he just give a statement... If if the AP hadn't declared him the victor, I think he would have just given a statement. But now that he's been essentially yeah. officially declared the winner, he'll. I don't think he's going to have. Uh, he'll have a, a speech, but I don't think he'll stay on prompt. No, no, this is not going to be a prompter speech. I don't think. And by the way, now that he's going to be president, can we drop the J? That seemed to be there for some reason. <laughs> Somebody else had Donald Trump or something. We never knew him as Donald J. Trump up until he ran for president. Can we just Donald I, Trump? I just want to stop uh, hearing his surrogates call him Mr. Trump. Mr. I, Trump. I've I've heard enough of that. Call him anything else. I don't call him president. Call him president, president elect. Just no more. Well, Mr. Trump says well, I just I got enough of it, and no more. That surrogates. is going to be an interesting inauguration. Yes. Let me tell you, and I really believe this. I said this early. Earlier, I'm predicting that at one point during the inauguration speech, he turns to Obama and says, you can play golf at any of my resorts <laughs> for the rest of your the life. The inauguration is going to be great. It's going to be the best inauguration Huge. ever. Huge. Um, all right, so we're awaiting Donald, Trump, uh, Donald Trump's victory speech, which, again, could be the greatest thing we've ever heard on radio history. So uh, stay right there. As soon as he steps to the stage, we'll bring it to you live. But in the meantime, uh, it's Trump's fans' times to celebrate on, yeah. on WSB, 404-872-0750. Uh, Gary's in Woodstock. Gary, welcome to the program. Hey, good evening, guys. Uh, I'm a truck driver that's part Cuban. You got a twofer here. <laughs> nice. A double dip. Yeah. yeah. But listen, more more important, I, I'm... I'm more proud of the American people that realize there's something wrong in Washington and going a trillion dollars in debt every year. And uh, maybe he wasn't the best guy to get out front, but he's our guy. Well, listen, he's he's America's guy now. And so yeah. Yeah. I fully expect, well, I don't expect, I wish that uh, the left side of the aisle will wish nothing but the best for the Trump presidency because... Uh, listen, he's America's dude now, man. We got to get behind this guy 
and and hope he leads us down the correct path. Remember the Democrats told us, remember when Rush Limbaugh said he didn't want Obama to succeed, and they jumped on and said, that's not the right way to be. This is America. We have to all want our president to succeed. Well, now the shoe is on the other foot, and I believed it then, and I believe it now. When you have a new president, you hope that the president does a good job, yep. and you give your best wishes. I want I want three things out of the Donald Trump Donald Trump presidency. Buford's waving your hand at me. You want me to talk to Wolf Blitzer? <laughs> oh, Clinton has called Trump to concede. That's what you're pointing out. Good job, Buford. So there we go. Uh, Bill, you called it. There, a phone call was made. Hillary Clinton has called Donald Trump to uh, concede. Hopefully. Uh, Access Hollywood taped that call. <laughs> and, <laughs> I would love to hear the audio of that uh, telephone call between uh, Hillary Clinton and, and Donald Trump. Uh, we are going to take Donald Trump live when he gets to the stage. Uh, the crowd in New York right now is a raucous one, which leads me to believe Trump is uh, is minutes away from the podium. Real quick, what I want from the Donald, what I don't want from the Donald Trump presidency, I don't want World War Three. Check. I, d I don't want a financial meltdown. Check. And that's it, actually. Just two things. All right. You got a yeah. third one to lay it out there. Just, <laughs> just a, something else that's bothering you. You just don't know what it is. That was uh, that was my Governor Perry moment. <laughs> um, I want to... Yeah, Oops. that's it. I don't want World War Three, and I don't want a financial meltdown. Everything else is gravy, as far as I'm concerned. 404 872 1-800-WSB-TALK. Any idea, guys, Eric Von Hessler, uh, Bill Crane in studio... Um, the, how long he's going to go? Because when Donald Trump uh, announced his candidacy, it was it was ninety minutes of gold. Yeah, is he going to keep it short and sweet, or is he just going to take a, a, a victory lap here? He'll take a victory lap. I think he get the full Trump. Yeah, is he going to is he going to settle some scores right here? I uh, know. I think he'll be nice. I think that he'll have, he's in a good mood. Trump likes it when things go well. Yeah, he loves to be loved. The country loves him. I think he's going to be great. When I uh, saw him vote, I, they, they showed it live this morning when he and Melania went to vote. He didn't look enthusiastic. Yeah. He had uh, the same... Trepidation. The, yeah, I, I think, and I think a lot of people in his camp had the same trepidation, Bill, that, all right, this wasn't, you know, it's not where we wanted to be the day of the election. We probably won't win. So the fact that I'm surprised um, shouldn't be shocking. The fact that he's surprised... Uh, well, you got to remember, he's voting. He's not like a Bush voting in Texas, knowing that he's going to win that state. He's yes. voting in Manhattan. Yeah, he doesn't Where stand he knew a chance. He was going to get clobbered. Yeah. And... People were yelling at him uh, on his way in and on his way out. So the, he was he was voting in unfriendly territory. One of the uh, states that uh, might have uh, been purple was Arizona. Jerry, tell me that Trump is victorious in Arizona now. That is correct. Uh, but at at this point, it's a moot point. He has already passed. Uh, the 270 mark. He may even get 300 electoral votes now. I mean, it's just, I, 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 I can't believe it. And he carried Arizona where Jan Brewer is governor and the senior senator is one John McCain, yes. who was also reelected wow. tonight. Yes, and Marco Rubio, let's let's not forget him. Little Marco also was reelected in Florida. This, so this is much like 1980, mm -hmm. then, right? I mean, yeah. this is looking like it's going to become at least an electoral landslide. Where's Walter Mondale when we need him? Get him on the line, Bill. The old days, Mark. Kevin's yeah, I in. I think uh, he's gone. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can call it that special line. The, to the, the ghost upstairs. of Mondale passed. Apparently not forgotten. Kevin, <laughs> welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are y'all doing? Echo, we're just waiting for uh, President-elect to uh, take the stage. <laughs> that that is awesome. That that's great news. And I just want to say, Eric, I'm a huge fan. Love your podcast, man. You're awesome. Uh, I'm a huge fan of yours. Well, thank you. I, uh, dude, I'm a truck driver as well, and I, I travel around the country, and 
I, I've seen all kinds of Trump signs everywhere. I just had this feeling that he was going to win bigly. <laughs> and, and he did, but not only just the sign. When I go to deliver, you know, this equipment to the hospitals and stuff like that, I kind of do my own polls, just kind of make conversation with the people that I'm delivering to and ask them their thoughts and, and, and stuff like that. And I have a whole bunch of diverse people that I deliver to. And I, I would say, you know, out, out of a, a hundred people, maybe two said that they liked Hillary Clinton. Everybody what, what, else was for Donald Trump. Locally, it amazed me, though, that uh, in Georgia, Hillary Clinton won Cobb, won Fulton, won yeah. Gwinnett. Uh, here comes Donald Trump onto the stage. That's Mike Pence, I believe, leading the way, and his wife, and then a couple of the Trump children. I still don't see the president-elect uh, making his way unless he got a haircut um, within no, the no, last few hours. He's not up hours. there yet. Uh, so we're standing by. We'll go live. Do you want to? Do you want to take it now, Buford? Do you want to go to CNN now? All right. Buford's uh, non-flux. Hillary Clinton did phone Donald Trump and congratulated him on what she said would be his victory. There's Mike Pence, uh, the vice presidential running mate, with his family. Very, very excited. Uh, very enthusiastic Here comes crowd Pence. over Here there. Comes. Uh, there's Mike Pence. Let's talk. Uh, let's get Sarah Murray. Sarah Murray, you're over there as well. This crowd. Clearly, it's uh, a very exciting. Pence, well, hold on a second, because looks like Mike Pence is going to speak first. Presumably, we'll introduce Donald Trump. Let's listen in to Mike Pence, the governor of Indiana, the vice presidential running mate. Now, come on, This is a historic night. The American people have spoken and the American people have elected their new champion. America has elected a new president and it's almost hard for me to express the honor that I and my family feel that we will have the privilege to serve as your Vice President of the United States of America. I come to this moment, I come to this moment deeply humbled. Grateful to God for His amazing grace. Grateful to my family, my wonderful wife Karen, our son Michael and his fiancee Sarah, our daughter Audrey, far away, and our, and our daughter Charlotte. I could not be here without them. And I'm, uh, I'm deeply grateful to the American people for placing their confidence in this team and giving us this opportunity to serve. And I'm mostly grateful to our president-elect, whose leadership and vision will make America great again. So let me say, it is my high honor and distinct privilege to introduce to you the President-elect of the United States 
of America, Donald Trump. Right now, a historic moment. Uh, we can now project the winner of the presidential race. CNN projects Donald Trump wins the presidency. The business tycoon and TV personality capping his improbable political journey with an astounding upset victory. Donald J. Trump will become the 45th president of the United States, defeating Hillary Clinton in a campaign unlike anything we've seen in our lifetime. Donald Trump wins the presidency of the United States. He is now going to be called president-elect Donald Trump. He's walking up right now. You see him right there. He's going to be speaking momentarily. He's got his wife there. History has been made. Jake, this is a moment a lot of people are going to remember. Well, the first time in the history of this country uh, that somebody who has never held any job in government or the military being elected to the presidency, he is going to be moving from Fifth Avenue to Pennsylvania Avenue. I think it's a moment that a lot of people in his inner circle did not even think would ever happen, but it was a decisive win. There are still outstanding states that we haven't even called yet, but because his win was so overwhelming, we're calling it right now. He's there with his wife, Melania, his son, Baron. Uh, he's going up to the microphones. Uh, he's gonna be having a victory speech. I assume he'll mention the phone call he received just a little while ago from Hillary Clinton in which she conceded, she congratulated him on becoming president-elect of the United States. Dana, this is a moment few anticipated. Except if your name is Donald J. Trump, who said Brexit plus plus, and we'll analyze the results, but that looks like that's exactly what this is right now. So many things to look at and think about in what the new Trump-led world here in Washington is going to be like, a Donald Trump governing, a Donald Trump taking over the institutions that he called rigged so many times. And here he comes to the microphone. Donald Trump uh, is going to speak. Thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. Sorry to keep you waiting. Complicated business. Complicated. Thank you very much. I've just received a call from Secretary Clinton. She congratulated us, it's about us, on our victory. And I congratulated her and her family on a very, very hard-fought campaign. I mean, she, she fought very hard. <laughs> Hillary has worked very long and very hard over a long period of time, and we owe her a major debt of gratitude for her service to our country. I mean that very sincerely. Now it's time for America to bind the wounds of division, have to get together. To all Republicans and Democrats and independents across this nation, I say it is time for us to come together as one united people. It's time. I pledge to every citizen of our land 
that I will be president for all Americans. And this is so important to me. For those who have chosen not to support me in the past, of which there were a few people, I'm reaching out to you for your guidance and your help so that we can work together and unify our great country. As I've said from the beginning, ours was not a campaign, but rather an incredible and great movement made up of millions of hardworking men and women who love their country and want a better, brighter future for themselves and for their family. It's a movement comprised of Americans from all races, religions, backgrounds, and beliefs who want and expect our government to serve the people and serve the people it will. Working together, we will begin the urgent task of rebuilding our nation and renewing the American dream. I've spent my entire life in business looking at the untapped potential in projects and in people all over the world. That is now what I want to do for our country. Tremendous potential. I've gotten to know our country so well. Tremendous potential. It's going to be a beautiful thing. Every single American will have the opportunity to realize his or her fullest potential. The forgotten men and women of our country will be forgotten no longer. We are going to fix our inner cities and rebuild our highways, bridges, tunnels, airports, schools, hospitals. We're going to rebuild our infrastructure, which will become, by the way, second to none. And we will put millions of our people to work as we rebuild it. We will also finally take care of our great veterans We've been so loyal, and I've gotten to know so many over this 18-month journey. The time I've spent with them during this campaign has been among my greatest honors. Our veterans are incredible people. We will embark upon a project of national growth and renewal. I will harness the creative talents of our people, and we will call upon the best and brightest to leverage their tremendous talent for the benefit of all. It's going to happen. We have a great economic plan. We will double our growth and have the strongest economy anywhere in the world. At the same time, we will get along with all other nations willing to get along with us. We will be. We'll have great relationships. We expect to have great, great relationships. No dream is too big. No challenge is too great. Nothing we want for our future is beyond our reach. America will no longer settle for anything less than the best. We must reclaim our country's destiny.
and dream big and bold and daring. We have to do that. We're going to dream of things for our country and beautiful things and successful things once again. I want to tell the world community that while we will always put America's interests first, we will deal fairly with everyone, with everyone. All people and all other nations. We will seek common ground, not hostility, partnership, not conflict. And now, I'd like to take this moment to thank some of the people who really helped me with this, what they are calling tonight, very, very historic victory. First, I want to thank my parents, who I know are looking down on me right now. Great people. I've learned so much from them. They were wonderful in every regard. I had truly great parents. I also want to thank my sisters, Marianne and Elizabeth, who are here with us tonight. And where are they? They're here someplace. They're very shy, actually. And my brother, Robert, my great friend. Where is Robert? Where is Robert? My brother, Robert. And they should all be on this stage, but that's okay. They are great. And also, my late brother, Fred, great guy, fantastic guy. Fantastic family. I was very lucky. Great brothers, sisters, great, unbelievable parents. To Melania and Don. And Ivanka. And Eric. And Tiffany. And Baron. I love you and I thank you. And especially for putting up with all of those hours. This was tough. This was tough. This political stuff is nasty and it's tough. So I want to thank my family very much. Really fantastic. Thank you all. Thank you all. And Lara, unbelievable job. Unbelievable. Vanessa, thank you. Thank you very much. What a great group. You've all given me such incredible support, and I will tell you that we have a large group of people. You know, they kept saying we have a small staff. Not so small. Look at all the people that we have. Look at all of these people. And Kellyanne, and Chris, and Rudy, and Steve, and David. We have got, we have got tremendously talented people up here. And I want to tell you, it's been, it's been very, very special. I want to give a very special thanks to our former mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He traveled with us and he went through meetings. See that Rudy never changes. Where's Rudy? Where is he? Rudy. Governor Chris Christie, folks, was unbelievable. Thank you, Chris. The first man, first senator, first major, major politician, and let me tell you, he is highly respected in Washington because he's as smart as you get. Senator Jeff Sessions. Where's Jeff? 
Great man. Another great man. Very tough competitor. He was not. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.